Hi, I'm Patty. I'm Kim Michelle. And I'm Jill. Welcome to our podcast. It's a great day to talk. Because honestly, what day isn't a great day to talk? So join us in our conversation. A Great Day to Talk is brought to you by St. George Design. Offering complete website design, social media management, search engine optimization, Google and Facebook ad management, and many other digital and print marketing services. StGeorgeDesign.com And by Richardson Brothers Custom Homes, third-generation builders who have been building custom homes in southern Utah for over 25 years. They will take your dream home from concept to completion. Contact RichardsonBrothers.com The April Gates Group and Zion Canyon Real Estate have been specializing in helping Southern Utah clients buy and sell property for over 18 years. We can help you too. Call or text April today, 435-632-8869. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, A Great Day to Talk. I'm Kim Michelle, and I'm here with my wondrous and beautiful friend, (laughs) Miss Jill. Hello, I'm doing Patty's job right now. Yeah. We're live. Join yeah, us. Yeah, join us. <laughs> Look, I think I did it. Next. Good job. Um, uh, original post? Post? Yep, yep. Do okay, that. we'll find mm-hmm. out. Done we'll and find done. out. We're going to find out. We're gonna if find you out. are joining us live, you can see that we don't have Miss Patty with us today. <laughs> Look at our redheads missing know, right there. I know. <laughs> um, and um, she's doing a little healing today. So we're sending her a lot of healing energy oh, and love you, uh, good wishes and prayers and support and uh, also some chicken noodle soup and. Well, it was veggie chicken. and chicken. Oh, yeah. Veggie and chicken. Lots of veggies. You would have hated it. Hated it. It's a good thing yeah. you picked out the dessert. Y- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tortured with the veggie soup. So, yeah. yeah. Patricia, we love you. We and love we're you. thinking of you. And we're sending all sorts of love and hugs and kisses and well wishes and hope you're tucked under a blanket with your remote control and... And everybody leave her alone. Everybody leave her alone. Yeah. And she's um, going to be left alone for Wishing your entire family, you know, the best. And if there's anything we can do for any of you, let us know. We are the ones. Yeah, we are the ones. (laughs) So welcome to our first podcast of 2023. (gasps) 2023. Look, and Jill's already in song. I love it. 2023. Kind of. That's kind of a song. Oh, Judah. Day. Can you believe that we are in 2023? I I cannot believe it, actually. I really like, okay, think about this. Three years ago, it was three years ago we were at on the cusp of quarantine and craze. Yeah. How does three years pass? One day at a time. It is true. I mean, <laughs> well, let's be honest, a minute, a second, uh, all of that. But yeah. honestly, I th- I don't know. Sometimes I can't understand how quickly time is passing. Yeah. And then, I don't know, This I heard this phrase from someone, but the days are long, but the weeks are short. Mm. And I attribute that to parenting. I attribute that to my life, to all of the things that relate to the clock. On yeah. The wall. Yeah. It's Which is so much of our lives, right? Is, yeah. Is bound to that. Not clock on the wall, because if I ask my students, they can't tell read you. Read the clock on the wall and tell me what time it is. Or if I say, we're gonna, I'm going to give you 10 minutes, so 10 to the hour, 
Mm-hmm. They look at me like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have no idea what I'm what. No, they don't look at me like they have no idea. They, they have do. no idea. <laughs> they, uh, yeah. I remember when I noticed that uh, our students could no longer read an analog clock. Yeah. And it freaked me out. And yeah. now I'm just like, well, of course you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you how to do it. It's really easy. My clock is still not moved forward. It hasn't back from November. Yeah, from so it's still off. My kids haven't said a single word about <laughs> it. <laughs> but what a gift! Like you get out an hour earlier each day, or is it an hour later? It's each an day? hour later. Ooh, ow! Yeah, I demand that. Well, they well, get fixed. fall back. Yeah, yeah. I later. demand that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Friends, yeah. happy 2023. Yeah. Kim Michelle, Welcome. happy 2023. Yeah. We hope you had a wonderful holiday season and that you are bringing that seasonal joy into this year, whatever that's going to look like for yeah. you. Exactly. Yeah. So we had a conversation about what, what, how would we want to start off 2023? And, uh, you know, if you look anywhere, it's all talking about. What are your goals? Mm -hmm. What are your resolutions? And Mm -hmm. Scott calls resolutions (laughs) re-solutions. Okay, that's excellent. Because you're just re-solutioning what you have the same thing over and over and over again. That's fantastic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so um, we thought, well, is there some way that we would like to approach 2023? Mm Mm-hmm. In a way that can set us up to win in 2023 without it being a focus on the doingness of goal setting. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I was in my little uh, spin class this morning. I was thinking I was telling you this and our instructor yelled out, how many of you set your goals for 2023? And I was like, I, I don't need one more thing to fail at. I need one more thing to feel really good about, but I need to not have one more thing pressuring me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it kind of got us started on this whole idea of where is it that we want to go this year? Yeah. And how, how, I mean, we're all so full of things that we have to do. Yeah. And I don't know about you, Kim Michelle, but I just feel like one more thing on my plate. <laughs> I know that you know exactly how I feel. Mm-hmm. Um, because you have the platter full and balancing it with one hand above your head with one foot up yeah, and walking backwards. Mm-hmm. And um, beautifully, I might add. Yeah, always. <laughs> <laughs> it's goals for me. <laughs> but how can we step into 2023 without this um, immediate uh, setting ourselves up for... Maybe some disappointment. Yeah. I think that a part of that is how you obviously look at it, that yeah. goals are not who you are. They're just something that you set as a way for you to be able to step into the best of who you are. And I get all of that yeah. conversation. I get right. it. I get it all. And uh, there was a time in my life where I really embraced that the the power of goal setting in terms of setting your path. And I still listen to a lot of um, trendsetters and uh, thought, really great thought leaders yes. who advocate around really big, bold goals. 
And I acknowledge that they have grown so much in who they are that they do not place the value of who they are based on whether or not they are successful in the goal. In the goal. That's but I it. can also acknowledge that I am not there. Yeah. That uh, for me, many times in my life, the goal this is what I want. And then I'm going to set a goal to create it. And then when I don't create it or I don't have what I want, then there's something wrong with with me. me. And uh, so we still want to be able, so I know this is going to be contrary to maybe what you've heard a gazillion podcasts on this year already. And I know how to set a smart goal. And I still think they are tremendously valuable. I think they are to be saved for the things that are really, truly important to you in your life and that you are so clear about that um, it serves as an impetus for you and not as a kick in the butt, which I think are two different things. Yeah. Yeah. So this really is to focus on what is the energy or the beingness. There you go. That we really want or I really want to be in the expression of Mm -hmm. this year. Yeah. Rather than. The doingness, which is goal-centered. Goal-centered is doingness. It's behavior. Uh, it's repetition. It's committing to doing this and doing this and doing this. And then when I do this, do this, do this, then I will be this. Here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Versus I'm going to choose into this being. And from that beingness, things will create. They'll be created. They'll appear. It could even be magical (laughs) because it could already be all around me, but my beingness is not in alignment with it. And therefore I can't even see it, even though it's already there. Well, yeah, because we're projecting the wrong kind of energy to accept it. Yeah. You know, this year, I mean, if we were to look back on this year, I think that we could both say, this has been a year. Yeah. And getting through this year has been more than a challenge. And so I love the idea of beingness. How am I going to be in this next year? Yeah. What is my place both emotionally and physically in this next year versus how hard can I push myself when I am just exhausted? Yeah. And I know that you have got to be exhausted. Yeah. So this idea of how can we be, how can we be? Yeah. So what kinds of things does that look like? What do, what does being look like to you, Kim Michelle? So being to me means that here is the feeling I want to be in the experience of. Here's the feeling I want to create more of in my life and be aware of that already exists in my atmosphere, Mm -hmm. in my space, and acknowledge more of. Mm -hmm. Uh, And seek it out and allow it to seek me out. That's the key right there. Yeah. But if I don't name it ever, then how would I expect it to find me? 
Right. And how would I know when I have found it? Right. Yeah. And so I think it is about a mindfulness that holds that space of your beingness. So, and there's not judgment there. Like if my beingness is to find more joy or to be more joyful, there isn't a condemnation. Hopefully I'm working (laughs) Mm -hmm. on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There isn't a condemnation if in that mindfulness practice, I made a choice that was out of joy. I mean, out of the joyful mm-hmm. arena. Yeah. Out of versus the box. stepping into joy. Right. It just means that in that moment, my choice didn't bring me the thing that I identified that I was committed to. Looking for. And it doesn't, I could have chosen it for a different reason. Maybe in that moment, security was more valuable to me in that moment than maybe joy mm-hmm. might have been. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. But if I'm not mindful around what were the choices that were available to me and what was the thinking that drove the choice, then it would be very easy for me to have some level of condemnation or negative energy around the choice I did make. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that for me this year, being present and being in the moment Mm -hmm. is really going to be an important aspect of my year. Which is such a mindfulness practice that in and of itself present and in the moment Mm -hmm. is really what mindfulness is about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for you, that means what? Well, that means giving myself rest when I'm tired Knowing that I'm knowing and accepting that I'm tired. Mm -hmm. It probably means saying a little more. I can't do that right now. Being a little more honest about what I need. And that's, and and that's so counterintuitive to how I perceive I should show up in the world. Right. You know? Because you're a doer too. I'm a doer. I'm a doer. I'm a doer and I'm... Patty's a, a doer. Patty's a doer. Yeah. A hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not, it's really hard. The word no does not come easily in my vernacular. So... Unless you're saying it to you? Unless I'm saying it to me. No, mm-hmm. you can't have that. Or mm-hmm. no, you can do that. I don't know. No, I can't have that. I don't know that that happens. What about should or shouldn't? No, I should. Yeah. Okay. Should. Yeah. Should is capital should. Capital, capital, capital should. Caps lock should. Yeah. You should. I should. We should. That's pretty much a state of being for me, a state of mind for me. Mm -hmm. And I think that. This year, I've got to figure out how to balance out the shoulds and my needs. Yeah. Woof. Which sounds 100% selfish. and <laughs> That's where I get so stuck. That's where I get 100% stuck. I know, because that's doers do. 
and oftentimes do for others before they'll do for themselves because there's some kind of meaning attached, like selfish yeah. to do for yourself, which I totally get. Yeah, I think that is <laughs> yeah. the definition of, of uh, saying no is selfish. Saying no equals selfish. I have to be a little more cognizant this year of of um, doing the things that my body needs. Yeah. And that my mind So what needs. would be a beingness that if you were embracing a beingness for you around that very I- issue mm-hmm. that could create um, a criteria, like when faced with a decision of doing A or doing B and you're in the beingness of this, mm-hmm. That would give you the freedom to choose whichever one you wanted to choose without making it feel to you like it was selfish, whichever way you chose. Well, that was loaded. I know. But But I, I mean, I know what you're saying. I don't know how to respond Um, because it, it gets past the idea of being honest about what I need mm-hmm. and I don't know being saying no is just just a really hard place for me to be yeah I don't even know how to get there yeah so somehow um just like creating a goal that even as you said it you know you're not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm the only one no. that's ever done that. But even <laughs> as you said it, you know, this would be a great goal for me to have. Yes, I'm going to set it. Everyone on my team thinks this is a great goal for me to have. Right. It's going to be awesome. But even as you're doing all of that, you know darn well you're not going to do it. Right. Um, the same thing can be said around, I just have to honor myself more and say no to other people it sounds like that is the thing that's going to serve me. But even as we're saying it, we know we're probably not going to do it unless we figure out what is the beingness that is supported when I choose to honor myself. Yeah. What about you? You know, I think that uh, joyful would be is a mindfulness beingness Mm -hmm. practice that I would choose into that I do choose into for this year, because then for example, then in when I'm faced with a situation, I don't have to choose the more joyful. I don't have to choose the right or wrong. I just can look at it and say, which of this, these things would bring me joy. Mm. And that's enough. That's really that's enough. Right. Because I'm not in the experience of doing this. I'm just in the experience of my beingness. And if that is the beingness I'm choosing to embrace this year, then that can serve as kind of a barometer for me. Does this bring me joy? Um, no, it doesn't. It makes me f- like, does this hiking up that mountain so I can bring down (laughs) that backpack full of rocks for somebody else who left it up there. Would that be of service? Maybe. Would it bring me joy? No. Mm -mm. Okay. Then that isn't 
that isn't how I choose to be right right now. Is there another way I can help create a solution around that? Maybe. But that isn't embracing my beingness of joyfulness. I like that. Mm-hmm. Present, I think, is one for me as well. Oh, present this is a huge one, isn't year. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's so many things that are pulling at my time and resources and energy and um, all of those kinds of things. It is so easy to just be in what I'm in and not be with who I'm with. Oh gosh. How often do we do that every day? Yeah. And so I think that is this, again, it's just a barometer. Here's where I'm at. This is the choice that's in front of me. Which of these choices creates the space for me to be most present there's no wrongness to that answer right. because there's no right or wrong. There's no just or unjust. There's no good or bad. There's no black or white. There's just is. There just is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yours is joy. Joy. And present. For sure. Present. present. Mm-hmm. There's another one I know I was thinking about and I can't remember it now. So it must be the most important, important <laughs> of all of them. Because it's the one that I'm finding myself most resistant to right now. So, Rest. I mean, I think grace is grace one. Grace is huge. And grace includes not just to others. I think that I can find a space to be gracious with others. Um, sometimes not with the ones I'm closest with. So, Scott, mm-hmm. <laughs> I love you, honey. Um, and definitely, I don't always sit in a place of grace with myself and there are difficult moments in life and in those moments I think we always want to believe we will show up in the most gracious of possible ways and then if we don't it's so easy to make it mean something about who we are as a person right And, um, so to be in that place of being willing to give your, be in grace with you and to say, baby girl, it's okay. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the best I can with what I have given where I'm at. That's funny. You should say that my way over. I mentioned to you earlier that I was listening to Brene Brown and in her podcast, that is exactly, she was plagued with this question. Are people generally doing the best they can with the tools they have? Well, I think only an individual person can answer that because um, I think anyone else answering that for you is probably in a place of judgment and doesn't even serve the per- the other person because mm-hmm. <laughs> all they probably hear is not enough, not enough, not enough. Right. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. Right. Look, I'm not even using the tools I know to use. Um, I think probably none of us use all of the tools that are available to us to the extent that we can. 
And yet I think most of us use them to the extent we know to use them in that moment. In the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. That was kind of her, her uh, lesson learned. Mm-hmm. Liking to think that people are doing the best they can with what they have and recognizing that we're all just humans trying yeah. to be Figure here. Figure it out. Yeah. And do what we can in the moment when we're doing How it. How could it possibly hurt us? To choose to believe that people are doing the best that they can Mm -hmm. with the tools that they have. Yeah. I mean, if nothing, it might be maybe there's a way to offer additional tools. Um, But I think it's certainly I would want someone in my most aggrieved state (laughs) and my least gracious response to hopefully look at it and be willing to say, she's probably doing the best she can with Mm -hmm. what she has, with where she is in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have to remember that with myself. Yeah. I think that that for me in 2023 has to be a lesson. Or I don't want to call it a lesson. That sounds kind of. uh, It's a mindfulness practice. Yeah. There you go. Really? That's, that's what I really think it is. It's, it's, um, it's an opportunity to just step back for a second Mm -hmm. and take a look at all the variables Mm -hmm. and just take a deep breath this coming from me, this, this is hysterical to really anyone who's been with me in the last like month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is why we're talking about it though, right? Yeah. This is self-reflection and this is like talking about where we, what we want our energy, where we want our energy to be focused on and, and, and typically the things that come to mind are the things we need the most help with. Yeah. I know that's the truth for me. Yeah. Uh, Scott and I recently just did a, um, a New Year's uh, post on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, he is um, dealing with stage four cancer mm-hmm. and uh, such a trooper. And um, anyway, uh, so we just did an update. And one of the things that I talked about in that uh, video was a commitment for this year to choose to trust in the bigger picture because sometimes I get so in the rabbit hole of the detail, which has to be done. The detail, the detail stuff, you know, all of the medical bills and Insurance. insurance and, school and chemo and all of those things, they all get to be done. They, they're all details that are important and they're all things that get to have committed time spent on them. And if I'm not careful, then I get so into the detail that I can lose the miracle of the picture that the detail came from. For example, all of those medical bills, Scott is here right? because of all of that medical treatment that kept him here. Right. That's, 
that's the gift. That's the beauty of all of that. That's the miracle. And if I am not mindful, then in the minutia of the detail and the stress, honestly, that is associated with all of that, I can lose the miracle. And that's some of the things that I want, I'm not sure of. I'm still figuring out in 23. But one thing that I know that I don't want, which you really should not phrase what you want as a don't. I get that. So they're I'm called still non-examples. working on it. I'm still working they're on it. They're called non-examples. Yeah. These yeah. are the non-examples um, that we don't want. I, I want to be able to see the miracle in it all. That's what I want. Well, mm-hmm. you will. And you will. In a lot of different ways. And you are going to be a voice in a lot of different ways because you are in the midst of it all. Yeah. And there are going to be others who are going to need your strong voice with the details. Yeah. And we've been, you know, uh, we've received, gosh, just so many blessings in our lives through this entire process. And I don't want to lose that either. Right. Um, So many, so many kindnesses that have been extended to us that I, I want to embrace that. I want to be that example to someone else in 2023. The beingness. Yes. Look at you. Yeah. Look at me, all you grown are, up. Are all grown up. You're going to have all the beingnesses <laughs> taken. And you're always going to be, you already are in the realm of beingness. Like everything you do is about being. It really is. And I will remind you that as a human, sometimes our best intentions have to get away from us for a minute. Yeah. Well, I guess that's what reminds us that we're human. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Spiritual beings having a human experience. experience. Yeah. So I guess we would forget that if all we ever showed up in the world was as our best, most spiritual being. Who do you think is like that? I would um, love to know. I, I think there probably are not very many. No. I would like to know what Mother Teresa was like on a bad day. Maybe sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> I could sign up for that. See, I'm being like Mother Teresa today. I'm taking a nap. Except- I don't think she ever slept. I can't believe that she ever slept. Yeah. But uh, do you think that she ever had a day where she was just like, I'm over this? Yeah. Or she was like, oh, man, I got to do better. Or do you think she was so grounded in, in, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of self-actualization and beyond transcendedness that she knew that every moment that she was in existence, she was in the place of creating a world better. I would like to speak to a friend of hers and find out. Yeah. So if any of you out there know, (laughs) I would love to know. I would love to know. 
I would also love in my ideal world, here's what I would do. I would have, I would have a season. It would be in the winter back to my book, the wintering. Yeah. And it would be working through the seasons as the earth works through the seasons. Mm, Yeah. And how would I do that? And what would I do? With intention. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's what I would love to do. Well, that's what I love about this whole conversation around mindful mindfulness and beingness because mm-hmm. it really is um, intentional work. It isn't uh, it isn't a doing this. It is a intention, right? Here mm-hmm. is the intention I'm going to put out to have created and it allows all powers of the universe to work with you in conjunction around that powerful intention and um, living intentionally, I think just means that living from your beingness. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's the phrase that all the road to hell is paved with good intentions, but we we're talking about a very different kind of intention. When that quote was made, it was referenced um, with intention, meaning saying you want to do something and then never doing it right intention especially over the last I would say 20 years has really shifted into a thinking around pure intention is your deepest held desire Mm -hmm. and working towards that deepest intention is really what can bring joy and happiness and true fulfillment to to your life. It's who you are at your core, authentic. When no one's looking. Yeah. Yeah. When no one's looking, who are you at that authentic core? And the things that bring you joy are part of that authentic core. Just like when you talk about wintering and the idea of following the seasons that speaks to you in a way that might not speak to anybody else. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to because it speaks to you in a way that nothing else could. So finding beingnesses that are attached to that kind of intentional work is going to serve you, I think, more than setting, here's the body I want to have. Yeah. Here's what I want to weigh right. uh, five months from now. And so here is my goal around that because we are really sneaky. We are really, really sneaky and we're really smart. <laughs> and so we will we will finagle things. We will lie about things. We will cheat in order to be able to show on that scale. We'll even do things that are really unhealthy for us right. in order to show that we are victorious victorious three or four months from now as it relates to that number on the scale, but we won't have found joy there. Yeah. It won't have been intentional. Right. It won't have, have been mindful. It won't have come from a beingness. It will come from something else. Like we don't want other people to see that we didn't hit it. Yeah. Or we're making it mean something about who, who we, we are. are. Yeah. If we yeah, don't yeah, hit yeah. it. Versus I'm already more than enough. I'm way so much more than enough. I'm already glorious. I'm already uh, magnificent. I'm already all, I'm already wondrous. What a wonderful world word is that. Mm -hmm. I'm already 
wondrous. I don't need to be at this weight on the scale in order to be able to know that. I already am that. So what do I choose from there? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking it. But I, you know, sometimes in the nitty gritty, it can be difficult. Moment to moment. Yeah, it can be difficult to calm yourself and be in that space, you know. But man, how powerful That's a pretty much is a that? utopia, really. Yeah. Just to be. Just to be. Without doubt. Yeah. And that's partly the power of mantras, too. Yeah. yeah. Is that language you speak to yourself that reminds you mm-hmm. of how fantastic you are. Yeah. Yeah. My only mantra is about being warm. <laughs> I'm going to be warm. I'm going to be warm. I have amazing mantras, but do you know whose voice they're in? Who? They're in my husband's voice. They're in your voice to me. They're in Patty's voice to me. They're in my sister's voice to me. They're the words that I might be resistant to hear in my own voice because I might want to debate them or argue them. Mm. But when I hear them in your voice speaking into me, I believe them to be true. Mm. At least for that moment. Wow. Yeah. That's a good moment. Yeah. Isn't it though? It's good that we have other voices in our life to remind us to step into who we are. Yeah. And if you don't have those people in your life, you deserve to have those people in your life. So maybe that is what your mindfulness journey is for 2023 is to create a beingness that invites those relationships into your life Mm -hmm. and vice versa, right? Because everyone deserves to have those people in their lives that just think they're a rock star. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's a really good one too, Kim Michelle. Yeah. One of the things I love too about you when you talk about your seasons is you were telling me about your tree Mm -hmm. and that you're going to keep it up because This month, January, can be a difficult month, right? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. It's the hardest. Yeah. Can you talk about that just a little bit? Well, you know, when I was 21, (laughs) uh, it all hit. And suddenly my love and devotion for being on the ski slopes was immediately turned into, I don't want to even look outside. And the light... I need the light. I need the light. I need the sunshine. And so January comes around and it's tough. One of the things that I do at school to get through January is we have hot chocolate Fridays just because it's something to look forward to. Yeah. Right. Um, And Max, Max has the same thing. And so this year just in, it's, I, I can't even bear to take my tree down. Because there's no light outside, but the tree, the Christmas tree, the light beautiful inside is soothing and calming and grounding. And I've turned into this, uh, this, <laughs> I don't know, I'm grounded to my couch. <laughs> I get home and I get done what I need to get done and, and I just want to sit in the light of this really pretty Christmas tree and the candles that I have lit all over just to, to, um, 
just be. Exactly. Yeah. Be in the presence yeah. of this beauty and yeah. this light. Yeah. Yeah. And so I heard you say, I can't even bring myself to take it down yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Why would you? Well, probably because um, it's January 5th or will be. Um, and, and, and this year is the first year that I've really argued with myself about that. So what if it's January 5th? Yeah. So what? Who cares? My house is still clean just because my tree is still up is yeah. okay. And so it's a real debate going on in my head for sure. For sure. But the tranquility and the just kind of peace and the calm that it fills is really been a real beneficial thing for me. Yeah. So the reason, thank you for sharing that. And the reason I uh, wanted to flesh that out a little bit here is because those beingness, those beingnesses that you just spoke about, mm -hmm. the calm and the peacefulness and uh, the joyfulness and mm -hmm. those things that it brings you. If those are the beingnesses for 2023, then when having a discussion about, should I bring my tree down, right? Mm -hmm. If it serves all of those beingnesses and no one else is hurt or harmed in the process, then. Then who cares? Exactly. I like that. It's a whole different way of really looking at the decision-making process, which oftentimes we think the decision-making process is you look at the pro pros and you look at the cons mm -hmm. and they mm -hmm. need to be set in realism and yeah. all of that kind of stuff versus just this idea around what is it that brings me joy or brings me peace or brings me serenity or brings me thoughtfulness or whatever that beingness is that is grounded, it's, is that your core authentic self or that you want to grow into more of in 2023? Peace and tranquility. Yeah. Wow. Wouldn't that be something if we could manage that this year, Kim Michelle? Yeah, I, I don't even know what that world would look like, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> you can come but, over um, for uh, Christmas tree therapy. Yeah. Twice a week. Here's the thing. Sometimes with goals, you have to know what you think the end is going to look like. That's what you set the goal around. Right. And then you create your behavior to manifest that goal. I don't have to know what that tranquility, what the end result. I just have to know what would it feel like in this moment if I were experiencing tranquility. Mm, mm -hmm. Yeah. That's it. That's all I have to know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like those better than goals to yeah. feel in the moment. Yeah. To be in the moment. To be in the moment. Those other things, they'll happen. You're going to have goals inevitably because work's going to create them for you. I mean, you're going to have benchmarks. You're going to have all kinds of right. things. And it isn't an excuse to not be engaged in your life. If anything, if anything, I think it eliminates some of the distraction and really asks you to focus on the core. On the really. core. Right. Yeah. Right. On mm -hmm. the very on the very important. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. What are I mean, it's another word for beingness. What are the most important feelings mm -hmm. that I want to evoke this year? Yeah. 
in yourself and others. Yeah. And it can be that simple. Yeah. Yeah. And if any of you are in the process of thinking of it and you're like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, <laughs> that's a-okay. You know, send us a message. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we will be looking on the boards yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, and we'll be happy to flesh that out with you because I know it's not something that is oftentimes necessarily spoken about out no. there. Uh-uh. It's all about the doing. Yeah. It's all what, what am yeah. I going to do? How am I going to do it? Yeah. Even how when you call be? someone, what are you doing? Not how are you being? Yeah. How are you feeling? Yeah. How do mm-hmm. I want to feel? Mm-hmm. We're getting there. We, it, we've made it okay to be in your feels. Yeah. Uh, so, but that doesn't justify I can do, say, what, and be however I want to, whatever I want to do, say, or be, and then say, it's okay if I hurt your feelings. It's okay if I did yeah, something no. against you because I was just in my feels. I was just in my feels. It doesn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't mean that. No, it's not a true authentic, Right. Because your true authentic self is always good. Yep. Always. Yep. Always good. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. are human after all. Yeah, exactly. So, well. Happy New yeah, Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. And like we said, send us something. If you want some information, if you need some yeah. help, reach out to us. We want to help you as much as we can. Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy 2023. Love you, Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, Sean. <laughs>